0: That's what God gave us in the Bible, and that includes how freedom works, how we treat our neighbors, what are the limitations on our freedom in terms of self-government, all of those things. It's not this libertarian idea of, I get to do anything and everything I want. When you're in a society and you're in in God's creation, you need to follow the rules of the Creator if you want that freedom to truly be free.
1: Hi, you're listening to The Zantower Podcast. Hi, my name is Zan Tyler, and this podcast is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. Homeschooling is an exciting adventure we take with our children. One of the most challenging parts of this journey is choosing the curriculum you want to use. BJU Press Homeschool is a curriculum you can trust. All the books, resources, and videos have been designed with you and your child in mind. Their curriculum is educationally robust and rich, taking into account that children have different learning styles, strengths, and needs. Mom, you are in charge. BJU Press Homeschool is here to come alongside and support you. Do you need help with the teaching load, or is there a subject you just don't want to teach? Their amazing video courses are available for all grades in almost every subject. BJU Press Homeschool believes that homeschooling can produce a new generation of students who know God, love their neighbors, and stand firm in their faith. For more information, go to BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com. What a joy to welcome my good friend Rick Green to the Zan Tyler podcast today. There is no way I can do justice to Rick and everything he is doing in a short welcome. So I'll just hit the highlights. Rick is a former Texas State representative, national speaker, author, and radio host. He and his family travel the nation speaking on Americans' forgotten history and heroes. I love that, Rick. With an emphasis on our moral, religious, and constitutional heritage, Rick co-hosts the national daily radio program Wall Builders Live with David Barton, and Rick is a homeschooling father of four, Rick and his wife, Kara. Rick, I share a strong passion with you for freedom. And so that's what we'll be discussing today. Thanks so much for being here.
0: It's my honor. Great to be with you. Looking forward to it.
1: Well, Rick, you are maybe one of the busiest people I know on the face of the universe. So it's a real privilege to have you here today. And I'm always interested in what you're up to next. But first, I would love for our listeners to hear a little bit about your homeschool story. How you and Kara started homeschooling, a little bit about your life growing up—that'd be great.
0: Yeah, yeah, we are. We've been really blessed. We homeschooled all four of our kids all the way through, and uh, wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think today as is exploding and more and more people are getting to experience this, I wish we had had this explosion a generation ago. How different would America be? It's oh, it just my it's goodness, a- yes. Yeah, it's such a difference. I mean, for us as parents, it's you know all of that time, all of those memories, uh, the opportunity to be the main influence in our kids' lives. I mean, there's just no, there's no substitute for it. I, I had kind of a mixed bag growing up. I, I did all three: public school, private school, homeschool. Uh, we had moved to Texas uh, um, when I was ten or nine, I guess, and started uh started public school there and then uh mom decided you know that uh, that she wanted to homeschool us and and we'd never um you know really experienced that ourselves we had watched our our pastor and some folks from our church do that when we lived in little rock when i was uh, younger six seven eight years old and i can remember seeing my pastor on television you know, in trouble with the law, basically for homeschooling, and um, this would have been what early or mid seventies. And um,
1: wow, that you know, was so a we, long time ago. It
0: was, it was a long time ago. But it was, <laughs> it was not cool, right? I mean, people didn't. Right. Uh, we we were like, you know, like you homeschooling before homeschooling was cool, and it, yeah. it, uh, it was, it was, it was very different and unique. People look at you like you were weird, and I'll, I'll just never forget my mom saying when somebody said to her, "What a sacrifice to homeschool," she always said, "No, it's an investment." and that mindset i think is what made the difference that she was investing in us not the, you know and, and she did all the homeschooling. my my dad was a typical breadwinner and and uh, was the principal basically um but i ended up just finishing um uh, you know regular school at at about 15 16 years old and uh, decided that i wanted to play baseball and do mock trial and debate and that sort of thing so i ended up going to public school for the last 3 years of of high school and just repeating everything so basically sleeping through class, to be honest, and, um, and and getting to play ball. And then, you know, um, when we got married, uh, Kara had, had not homeschooled, and she had done private school for about half of her education, but really homeschooling was not a thing in her family. So she's the one, though, that decided. She, she just, Trey was four or five, and she said, I can't imagine dropping him off somewhere, for eight hours a day at this point in his life when we're bonding so much and I love being with him and he's so used to being with me all the time. And so for her, it wasn't even a calculated education, religion thing. It was, it was really just, uh, it just doesn't feel right. This doesn't seem right that I would hand him over to somebody. And she said, I think I I, want to homeschool. Of course I was like, Hey, I I did all three. I'm, I'm for whichever. And, uh, man, she was a champ. I mean, she just sunk her teeth into it. Uh, She's like that. I mean, once she gets a hold of something, it's sort of like medicine and and vitamins and COVID and all that. She could tell you more about the vaccines and about the vitamin D and zinc and all that stuff than than any medical doctor. Uh, So she just really dove in. She was a fantastic homeschool mom. And uh, and we loved it. And of course, we bus schooled too, Zan. we didn't we didn't just homeschool. We, we hit the road. And, right, and uh, right. David Barton told me that where his kids told me that one time that they didn't homeschool. They van schooled because they had a van and drove all over the country and <laughs> right. Been to all 50 states while the kids were young. Anyway, so we had a, a lot of fun when they were younger, actually going to the battlefields and experiencing those things instead of just reading about it in a textbook. So we, we've loved it. And I am so glad to see it exploding.
1: Well, let me ask you this. What are your kids doing today?
0: Yeah, we've got. I've got half of them. I've got four kids, and half of them are full time with our our ministry. And 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 uh, Trey, my oldest, he's got a. Uh, he ended up doing Liberty, got his college degree when he was seventeen. Got his undergraduate in economics at seventeen. We had a great time going to that that graduation. He was the youngest graduate of the entire college. I think there were seventeen thousand graduates that year. Wow, he was, he was the youngest. So we had fun with that. And uh, and then he got his master's from A and M, uh, and and really was one of our wake up calls to just how bad the university system is now because A&M in Texas is supposed to be the conservative school. You know, you think right. UT, ultra liberal, that's where I went to law school. I always told my kids, I don't want you going to UT. It's just a left-wing indoctrination camp. Uh, A&M though, he came home from the first day of getting his master's at, at A&M and said, dad, the, the first professor gets up and the first thing out of their mouth was, I was born a cisgender, blah, 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 but now blah, blah, blah. And the whole thing was about transgenderism and and all of this at Texas A&M. It, it's insane. So but he you know, saw it through and, and, and got his degree in public policy and uh, homeland security. But he runs our constitutional defense program. So he's our um, he, he runs all of our handgun training. Um, he does a lot of the research on my books and, and that sort of thing. We're actually writing a book together right now on the Second Amendment. And uh, he's got three kids and they're uh, planning to homeschool. Uh, so two of them are out of the womb. One is going to arrive out of the womb in October, but a five-year-old and a, and a two-year-old. And they live on our family compound in Dripping Springs um, right next door to us. So we get all the grandpa and and uh, GG time we want. And we love, love that. And oh, then my second son, Reagan, uh, also works for us. He does all of our video uh av work all of our production biblical citizenship that hundreds of thousands of people have been through now he produced it and edited all that and uh he just got engaged so we're looking forward to uh, another wedding in the family and then Rhett and Cameron my two youngest they just got through with a bible school kind of gap year program in hot springs at a church there called cm uh, christian ministries and uh they loved it. They absolutely loved it. It was life changing for Reagan. He went there years ago. And so they've decided to stay. So, Zan, I've lost them to Arkansas. And that's actually where I am today. I'm in Hot Springs visiting my daughter. Oh,
1: how a, about that? Great. Yeah.
0: We're writing. We're doing a, a, we're on a writing sabbatical for a few days. My daughter's a writer and does praise and worship. And she's done one novel. And, and we're, we're here working on her, her second novel. So, anyway, oh, that's, exactly. it. and my youngest Rhett, he does video as well, but he, he does it for this church here that, that uh, did their program.
1: That that is amazing, Rick. Well, what a remarkable family! Hey, we recently ran into each other at the Ark Encounter in Kentucky, uh, where there oh, was a homeschool amazing. conference going on. So you were there with Kirk Cameron. Tell us what you are doing now with him.
0: Yeah, we you know we we've always kind of just crossed paths, I guess, in in, in little things here and there. Um, but there's something ha- you know with what's happening in the country. Kirk has become very passionate about restoring liberty and, and finding the secret sauce that made America great in the first place and implementing it in the community. And so he's been doing this this Facebook live thing since you know, January of, of, uh, of 2021 and, and he really just pours his heart out, praise um, you know teaches principles from everything from you know Marshall Foster's books to wall builders and the stuff we do. And uh, he just—I mean—caught on fire. I mean, pun intended. No kidding. He—he he wanted people to understand freedom, and so he started doing this American campfire revival. And I was blown away. I mean, his his ability to communicate the principles of liberty in a way that all of us can understand it and actually use it in our lives is top shelf. I mean, it's 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 as good as anybody I've ever ever been around. And so we we started just kind of you know promoting each other's things, and he'd speak at some of our stuff, and. And then this American Campfire Revival took off, and he wanted to find a way to get it in the homes of as many people as possible where they would duplicate it, not just watch him on the screen, but actually turn around and do what he was doing, having a Campfire Revival in his backyard, get people to do the same thing. Well, it just so happened we had been for two years doing our Constitution Coach Program, which is, it does exactly that. It trains anyone and everyone. They don't have to know anything about the Constitution, anything about the law, anything about history. We train them on everything, and they're just the lead learner. They get people in a room. They watch our videos. They talk about how to do these things in their community, and then they're the catalyst for restoring biblical values and constitutional principles, and so it fit perfect. So now we're we're doing biblical citizenship in modern America, but, but we also then have people take his American Campfire Revival course, which is a 10-week course, and the whole thing is just getting people to commit to one night a week. And, and right now, you know, we're, what, a week or two weeks after Independence Day? Lives Fortune sacred honors, and I mean, we all have to give some level of that if we want freedom to survive, so Absolutely. Kirk and I are asking people to do one night a week your life, two hours of your life to sit with your friends and family, watch these videos, and then talk about what you can do to implement it in your community and it's exploding we're just we're loving it i'm I'm thrilled with Kirk, I think god's using he and Chelsea in an amazing way. She spoke at our homeschool convention in Texas this year and she blew the lid off. It was, it was great. My wife was amen. And man, I mean, she was like, I thought she was going to do the whole, I mean, it was, (laughs) it was just amazing. It was so good. (laughs) So they're a great family and I'm thrilled to see what God's doing with them for America.
1: So, Hey Rick, so I've got homeschooled, um, grandkids in high school and I want to do something with them this year. So do I start with the campfire revival or with the biblical citizenry?
0: I, you know, I, I've been struggling with that because we've been pushing everybody to do biblical citizenship, and I think American Campfire is a better place to start. It's it, first of all, the videos are a little shorter each each week's only about twenty minutes in video, and he and Marshall Foster, uh, they sort of do sort of a higher level of, of the history on freedom and how America got where it is, and and Marshall is so optimistic and and. And saying, look, it's not over. We can still save this thing. And so he does some really cool stuff in there. So I I actually think American Campfire is probably the best place to start with them. And and of course, we've got our Chasing American Legends as well. That's a fun one to start with. Mm -hmm. Um, Really middle school and up with that one because it's a reality show. It's got comedian Brad Stein in it and just sort of makes them like history. And it's about 20 minutes each episode on that one as well. There's a lot of fun tools there. So I don't know. We have so many different people do it different ways. I should have that answer for you, Zan. But um, <laughs> I've, I've heard so many good testimonials of people doing it both ways, right? They start with biblical citizenship, which is, you know, an hour and 20-minute videos each week. And, uh, and it's got a lot of people. Kirk's in that one, too. He teaches the monument. But we got David and Tim Barton and, you know, Rabbi Lappin and Barry Loudermook and Jeremy Boring from the Daily Wire and all these other people. So it's a fun, entertaining one. But oh, it's a tough call. You know what? Go in there put all of the courses on the screen close your eyes and click <laughs> there
1: you go <laughs> that's a great idea and so what i love about it of course freedom is my passion too i mean once i was once i was threatened with jail by the state superintendent of education for homeschooling i mean you don't know what you have until mm. you lose it yes and so you know that set me on my freedom journey but it's still nice to know i've got a tool where i don't have to be the expert that yeah. you're teaching for me. I'm bringing the kids in and then we're working together maybe on some of the after assignments or something like that. Do I have that right? Yeah.
0: You do. Yeah. And everything's free. It's also, um, you know, the, the digital. So you can, you know, especially for them, it's on their phone or iPad or whatever. And they, and it's fill in the blank interactive and let you know, you know, whether you got it right and gives you the right answer if you need it and all that good stuff. So it, the, the tech tools are fantastic and it's super easy for you. You would basically be the coach and okay. and and you sign up for free as a coach and then you get this really cool coach dashboard with all the different courses in there and um and then like you said you just you hit play play the video let the experts do the teaching on that particular subject and then the magic happens when the video is over because that's when the conversation starts and that's when people you know they ask questions and and you put them in the situation and the cool thing with with your teenage grandkids is is that they're at a point right now where they're going to cement what they believe. I mean, this is this is that crucial time in their life where, you know, mom and dad and y'all have taught them all this stuff for all these years. And now at 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, they're starting to see that application of their worldview to real life. And they have to decide, is this what I believe? And is this what I'm willing to fight for? So when you start those conversations, you're going to love it. I mean, it's going to be yeah, it, it, Their eyes start opening up and they start asking the right questions. And of course, you just ask questions of them and that gets the conversation going.
1: Absolutely. Well, I love that, Rick. Okay. So I wanted to ask you a question too about. Um, sorry, I had something right on the tip of my tongue that's not in my notes. So,
0: well, can I say it, something about your teenagers again? Your,
1: ab- absolutely. Go for what do you it. You
0: call that grand teens? Teen grand, how do you do that i don't I,
1: I will tell you what they are grand teens grand i mean teens. I, I love my grandkids and we have so much fun together
0: oh, that's so, the best job on the planet i'm telling you being a parent was great is great but being a grandpa oh my goodness it's oh i know amazing. i wasn't
1: prepared for how being a grandmother was going to rock my world it was because you think you love your kids and you do. I mean, I love my adult kids, but boy, those grandkids come along and it is and, something else.
0: And the best part is watching your kids be parents and watching I mean, I just love it. It's it, it, God's design, I really believe, the multi-generational mm-hmm. influence and, and and camaraderie that comes when you have the opportunity to do, like if you're getting to spend that kind of time with your grandkids in their teenage years, that is a huge blessing. And it's rare today, but it wasn't rare in our history. I mean, that was that multi-generational influence and families being together like that, I think is what made us more stable as a a country. But uh, going down a rabbit hole there, I I was going to say for your teenage grandkids, we do these uh, events at state capitals across the country. It's really our flagship. It's what started Patriot Academy. And that's 16 up to 25. So that, again, is at that point where they're cementing their beliefs. And we put them in the hot seat. So they're on the real house floor of whatever state capital we're in. They're in the real committee rooms. They bring their own bill of whatever issue they care about. And, again, they don't have to know anything about how this works. We teach them all of that. But it's a great way for them to interact with other young people from across the country. They get speaking skills, all kinds of training. But to experience what a constitutional republic is from inside the belly of the beast, I mean, in the legislative process, it sticks with them and, they, and they'll and they be good citizens from then on. Even, if, you know, whatever they're going to find, part of what we do is, hey, what's the desire God put in your heart? Because we believe when he when he said, I'll give you the desires of, of your heart, I, I think that means he put the desire in your heart. There's something you're wired for that you're better at than most people and that you get joy from like Eric Liddell, the Olympian said all those years ago, when I run, I feel God's I feel pleasure. pleasure. So there's yes. something for them that fits that. So that may be music and, and the arts. It may be education. It may be business. It may be, it may be politics, but um, so I don't want to, don't want to sound like to come to our leadership Congress, you have to love politics. Not at all. M- most of the kids that come through don't go into politics, but anyway, that big love to have your, your, uh, your grandkids at, at one of those we've got, uh, Florida, we do Florida, Delaware. I'm headed to Delaware tomorrow, actually, for for the one there, and and then uh, Arizona, and uh, and then our big national ones in Texas. I think we're all full this year, but let's let's plan next year. I'd love for you to come speak too. You just bring the kids, and we'll have a great time.
1: Oh man, that would be awesome. Well, I have to tell you this because it's a totally different program. But when I was in high school, I did Girl State.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, do
1: you remember that I was oh, governor? Oh yeah. Of girl no, state. boy state,
0: girl state, both. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so and then I so then I went on to Girls Nation. But I will tell you, it was in those circumstances of hands on, you know, sitting in the well, giving my inaugural address in the um, the House chamber, yeah. all of those things. I'm telling you, it it takes the intimidation out of government. And so, once the intimidation is gone, you feel like you can learn anything. That's right.
0: That's right. I
1: didn't know you were doing that um, at the state and local levels. Man, I need I need to get in on that. But oh yeah, let's plan on Texas. It's fun.
0: (laughs) I tell you, it is. It is very. You just described it really well. For them, it it takes kind of the. It gives them a peek behind the curtain. It's no Mm -hmm. longer this thing that only these high and mighty. You know I, like I told my dad when i when I first went to the capitol at sixteen years old I was down there to play baseball in the state tournament and the coach took us over there and I'm looking at at all the names on the on the board and on the house chamber and I'm thinking man those people are from a di- they're the the ones from the right side of the tracks <laughs> you know these are this is another world and, and but I remember telling my dad I was like you know that would be so cool to be able to be there and push that button on the floor and cast a vote and 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 influence what's going on, but that's a whole other world. And my dad said, "What are you talking about? This is America. If that's what God's called you to, that could be you." And ten years later, I was on the House floor at twenty six, well twenty seven years old, pushing the button as a state, actual state rep, and 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 in the in that arena. But I think for these kids, when they go through the program and they are on the floor and they're experiencing that, it's exactly what you describe. It's no longer this nebulous kind of Black hole of that's government over there. It's wow, we are the government, and they realize they can impact it. They they could be a legislator if they wanted to be, and they learn how to do it really well. Zan. I'm really adamant about this when we do our program. I I, I feel like I feel like the church and the and and conservatives, if you will, for too long thought right makes might, and just because we have the right position, we can win. And we didn't do strategy and tactics. We didn't we didn't hone our craft and make sure that we were doing Colossians 3.23. Everything we do, we do the best that we can, as unto God, not unto men. And so we want these students to learn how to speak well, communicate well, persuade, um, strategize, learn the rules so that you can work the system. I mean, one of the things about every legislature is <clears throat> you'll have a handful of guys or gals, in my case, 150 House members when I was in the House, and there's like three people that really know the rules, and those three mm-hmm. people have most of the power because even right. if they're not the speaker, right. they can do that point of order or they can work the process. And they know, and people know, oh man, they're going to kill my bill with whatever this technicality is, and so they're able to negotiate and get. So I, we're really big on saying, be excellent, do this well, honor God in what you're doing, and so we churn out the best of the best. And and I get. Legislators and people all over the country all the time. I want to hire Patriot Academy kids. We want the ones coming out of your program because of the way you train them. And we even have actual reps come, they'll get elected in the primaries in Texas in March, and they'll come go through our program in the summer with the kids because they want the practice so that in January, when their first session starts, they're not a lost freshman because we do it exactly like the real session. And if you're, and we have visitors to the Capitol every time when our kids are on the floor debating, and they'll come over to one of our staff and go, man, y'all's legislators in Texas sure are young because it's so much like the real thing. They think it's the real legislature. And these yeah. are 18, Yeah. Oh, that's year awesome. Old. But it's, it's fun. You'll, you'll have to come. I think, I think you'd really, really enjoy it.
1: Oh, I think I would love it. Hey, tell me a little bit. I was just, I pulled my founder's Bible off the shelf this morning Yes. and I think I might've bought it from your booth. <laughs> and uh, so, so tell me a little bit about the founder's Bible.
0: I think it's the, you know, most of your audience is probably familiar with David Barton. Uh, from one of his projects or <clears throat> uh, videos, or maybe even his old VHS tapes where he looks like he's fourteen. What it, but but from something that that David did, I think the Founder's Bible is the most important thing David's ever put out. It's it's something. Spe- there's something special when you're reading God's word and then reading a story about your nation's history and how the founders or someone in history applied that particular scripture. So I love this combination of, of the word of God and the history at the same time. It's really, really, the the stories are really, really well written and all the, all the uh, um, uh, pictures and everything else that they put in there. The the artwork is amazing. Um, I, I just think it's incredible. So I'm trying to get people to read through it every year. And, and, you know, I tell people all the time, our passion is restoring liberty in America, but the most important thing you can do to restore liberty in America is being God's word. So, God's word is the Amen. answer, has the answers for everything. If we don't know it, if we as believers aren't in it, then how are we going to deal with that issue in our neighborhood or our schools or our communities or whatever it is politically if we're not in the answer book, if we're not in the source, the instruction manual for all of life? And only 9% of Christians are. So how can we expect the church to be salt and light if we've lost our flavor? So the most important thing, not just for our spiritual life, but for saving America, is for believers to be in God's word every day. And the Founders Bible, what I like about that is you're in God's word, but you're also getting almost like a cheat sheet on how to apply it to politics and to education and to the family and, and all those things. And the stories are so inspiring. There's so many amazing people in our history that... I was just reading yesterday in the founder's Bible, amazing
1: Christian people in our history that we want to deny as a culture. Yes.
0: Amen. I I was just reading yesterday in the founder's Bible, a story about uh, Dwight Eisenhower and how, you know, he, he was, he had a, as a kid, he, he scratched, he fell and scratched his leg and got an infection and, and it swelled up and the doctor wanted to take his leg off. And he made his brother promise to not let the doctor come in and take his leg. And his brother literally stood at the door and fought off the doctor and the whole family and refused to let him in there. And the doctor left saying, this is murder. The kid's going to die. Um, and they, the family gathered around, very religious family, gathered around, prayed for him. God healed him. He goes on, of course, to be the supreme allied commander. We win World War II. I mean, his influence and his ability then as president, all the great things that that he did. But the faith-based side of Dwight Eisenhower, nobody teaches anymore. But right mm-hmm. there in that story, I was able to, to rediscover that. Just like you're saying, they, they deny it in in the, in the our culture now in the public square. But this Founders Bible has so many stories like that. And it's, I mean, it's it's for everybody. There's so many great stories. I mean, I don't care what, you know, red, white, yellow, black, or brown, all, you know, all of, there's great stories for everyone that wants to study God's word and then apply that to life and see the American story come to life. Anyway, I you know Founders Bibles, go get them at wallbuilders.com. I don't get any commission or anything on that, folks. That wasn't a, a commercial. Zan doesn't get a commission. We just, we just love them.
1: <laughs> and, and, you know, before I leave this, I have to say that people don't understand that freedom is God's idea. And Amen. God is the author of freedom. And right. Jesus brought in liberty for all of us in a new way. And yet we think that somehow freedom is something we designed and we came up with and, and you can't get to know about freedom until you get to know the author of freedom.
0: And that's right, and, and even what freedom truly is. And I mean, we've got this, we've got this secular idea today that freedom and Liberty means I get to do anything and everything I want, whatever feels good. I get to make up the rules. That's not the American system of freedom. And that's not true freedom. It leads to bondage, true freedom. One of my mentors was Zig Ziglar. He always said, God's best blessings are found within his boundaries and so he designed us. And again, it goes back to the instruction manual. If, if you if you buy a new truck or you buy a new computer or whatever it is, comes with an instruction manual. The maker, the creator of that unit or that car or whatever it is, is telling you, here's how to operate this thing and get the most out of it. And that's what God gave us in the Bible. And that includes how freedom works, how we treat our neighbors. What are the limitations on our freedom in terms of self-government, how, you know, all of those things? It's not this libertarian idea of I get to do anything and everything I want. When you're in a society and you're in in God's creation, you need to follow the rules of the Creator if you want that freedom to truly be free. And and uh, so it's 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 an education thing that we've lost. And and uh, so I, I lock shields with a lot of a lot of folks that are not the same as us on our faith um, because they're fighting for liberty right now, but they don't yet understand what truly creates liberty and how you make that liberty last. So a lot of what's happening in America right now is a direct result of the secularization of the idea of freedom and it's allowed us to go off the rails on all of these whether it's gender, this crazy stuff that's going on um, or or even even the whole you know COVID crackdown stuff that comes from the 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 idea of, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want safety at all cost. And anyway, I, I'm going on another rabbit hole, but I just think you touched on something that people need to realize freedom is not do anything and everything. Freedom has a biblical boundary if you truly want that freedom to last. And, and Jefferson said it this way. He said, can the liberties of our nation be thought secure if we remove their only firm basis, a conviction in the minds of the people, that these liberties are the gift of God that they're not to be violated, but with his wrath. Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just and his justice cannot sleep forever. So he's saying, if you want freedom to last, you have to remember that it's from God and it has to be lived out respecting the authority of God. That concept mm. needs to be infused back into our culture.
1: Oh boy, I love that quote, Rick. Well, will you tell all of our listeners today how they can find you and get access to all these wonderful programs you've told
0: us about? You bet. Everything is at our website, PatriotAcademy.com, PatriotAcademy.com. So you can sign up to be a constitution coach there. You can come to one of our constitutional defense courses. You can learn about the leadership congresses at the state capitals we talked about. So everything we do, the campus that we're building in in Texas for folks, all of that is at our website, PatriotAcademy.com.
1: Listen, I cannot thank you for being here today because you've always got so many positive things going on. And in the midst of what we see around us, you're always hopeful. It inspires us to be hopeful. But also, I hope everyone will remember what you said about we have to invest in liberty and freedom. So to take two hours a week for this coming semester in school. Do Campfire Revival. Do bit of biblical citizenship. Uh, do Constitution Alive once you get through those two programs and, and really invest in the history, in the future of your children, but also the future of our country. So those are great products by Rick. I just have to say our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool, has wonderful biblically based curriculum that yes. upholds our American founding principles in all of their history programs. So I need to get that little plug in there. And uh, but Rick. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you do and have done. I can't wait to see you next year in Texas.
0: (laughs) Well, looking forward to it. And (laughs) a year from now, you can come visit our campus too. We're building a little a uh, little campus to have students come for a year at a time, instead of just one week at a time. So we'll have our own legislative chamber and independence hall and all that good stuff. So they can experience American freedom and get a good foundation before they go off to college, or maybe they don't go to college, whatever they decide to do. But uh, anyway, we're going to have a good time in Texas restoring Liberty and you'll have to come. You, you need to come do one of our gun classes too. I'd lo- love, for you to, I know you guys shoot and your husband shoots probably more than I do. Uh, but y'all would just have so much fun with the fellowship. Listen, and our I need board. that.
1: We'll do it. It's a date. Yeah. God Uh, bless you. Okay. Thank you so much, Rick. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this was encouraging and inspiring for you. If you would like more information, you can find me at Zantaler.com. Until next time, see you later.